0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 99th consecutive episode of the Cozy Show podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I said it. There you go. 99 episodes and counting, and still going strong. So, I would normally do the introductory part of this podcast, but there's, you know, a lot of news to cover, a lot of ground to um, address, a lot of, you know, um, headlines and storylines and narratives to go over, so I'm not going to draw this out. Not going to waste anybody's time, not your time, not my time, not anybody's time. I'm just going to get right into the news. So here we go. Okay. So, first and foremost, this is week 18 of the NFL season. And um, duly noted that there are going to be some uh, very important games to speak of. Um, but first, let me get into some news. Broncos to excuse me Broncos are expected to host Sean Payton for an interview Um, now the details are a little bit obscured at the moment but I'm about to try to get it into the best details I can as possible now notice I'm paraphrasing not plagiarizing because that's one thing you do not want to do is steal somebody else's work Now, the Saints gave their blessing to let the Broncos speak with um, Sean Payton at this time. Now, the NFL will not allow, um, you know, any per se... um, Official meetings until the 17th of this month. Um, So there you go. Um, Roger Goodell will be present at the Bills hosting my Patriots um, game, if you will. Roger Goodell will be at the Patriots-Bills game. So that could... Very well, um, be a good sign for my New England Patriots. <laughs> I'm not going to jinx um, my team, and I'm not going to um, give any rat poison, so to speak. And what I mean by rat poison is basically it's a Nick Saban analogy for, you know, jinxing people and hyping people and you know, just filling a team with a bunch of hot air when basically it's giving a whole bunch of superstition is what I'm basically, you know, trying to say here. Um, so definitely don't want to do that. Um, but anyway, Roger Goodell is expected to be present, um, at the, uh, Patriots game at the Bills, Um, this is being reported by none other than ESPN's Diana Rossini, so I take that news as the gospel. Let's move on. Of course, I'll talk about my New England Patriots as I always do, Um, but that will have to wait. Um, But before I get any further... Um this is the Bills um only contest um dating back to when DeMar Hamlin um suffered you know his cardiac event and so will that play any factor in this game as far as the Bills are concerned it could Right uh, excuse me, it could play a role for all the right or wrong reasons. Um let me explain what I mean by that. It could play a positive role for all the right reasons because this could be extra added motivation and inspiration and aspiration to win this game, but it could also be a detriment, a distraction, and um, you know. Somewhat of a dark cloud looming over their head, you know, almost like I'm not going to say necessarily an oversight, but, um, you know, something that'll cause a lot of insight into an off the field matter. And when you're dealing with those kind of thoughts in your head against a New England team still currently coached by Bill Belichick, um, you're in a world of trouble, um, to say the very least. Um, so we'll see if this plays to the Buffalo Bills' benefit or to their detriment. Um, but, uh, w- but yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see if this will be a benefit and a drawback. A benefit or a detriment. We'll see if this will be a positive influence or a negative influence. We'll just have to see. <clears throat> Let's move on. Okay. Um the FCS football championship, yes, FCS football championship will be um contested between North Dakota State and South Dakota State. And South Dakota State is notorious and synonymous with being in these types of games. This game, in particular, will take place at 2 Eastern Time on ABC or ESPN+. So, you know, definitely check that game out if you're interested in the FCS Football Championship game. Let's move on. Okay. So there's that. Um... But now let's turn our attention to the next topic. Okay, so according to um, ESPN's Adam Schefter, and I'm going to try to paraphrase this, not plagiarize, because that's what we do as podcasters. We are improv specialists. (laughs) So um, let me do my best to uh, try to pull this off here. Um, Lamar Jackson, of all people, um could um you know become available for the postseason aka excuse me the playoffs um and it's being reported that there is a good percentage that the Ravens um quarterback will be available and you know expected rather um for the wild card game which is expected to be in not too long from now not today um obviously but um you know within the foreseeable future so there you go let's move on um now keep in mind, Lamar Jackson has been ruled out dating back to week thirteen with a knee sprain um so you know those are no fun if you If you can't stand, you can't play um you know that takes away the run game, to some degree the passing game. And, of course, that takes away the play-action game. So, um, all of that will play a factor um, if he is not 100% healthy. So, we'll see what happens with that. But, in any case, we will move on. Okay. So, I find this to be interesting. Davis Webb. Yes, I said it. Davis Webb. (laughs) Um is reportedly projected to be the starter for Big Blue, as they call him, the New York Giants, at quarterback. So, um, but here's the other side of that coin. Tyrod Taylor is slated to be the number two at QB, um... The Giants at this time have a 9-6-1 and record, looking to, you know, oh, actually, let me make sure I'm reading this correctly, they have clinched the sixth seed in the NFC, so it's going to be really interesting to see. Um, who they end up facing in the postseason, AKA, excuse me, it's going to be really interesting to see who they face in the postseason, AKA the playoffs. Now, let's start this off right. My New England Patriots were eight and eight. So they are exactly at 500, um, winning percentage, um, or 500 win percentage, um, however you say it um and they will or however you say it however you address it however you put it into speaking terms um they will take on my arch nemesis my hated division rival um a team that i hate with you know with passion a team that i despise with every fiber of my being in the buffalo bills Now here's the thing though, this may sound somewhat taboo and somewhat sacrilege to say the very least, but I do respect the Buffalo Bills because of their support of DeMar Hamlin and everything that they have done for that said player. Now just because, you know, of the off the field affair, just because of the off the field matters does not necessarily mean that you know there isn't bad blood still between these two teams it doesn't mean that you know that there isn't love lost still between these two teams it doesn't mean that these two teams don't see eye to eye with each other when it comes to these two teams now this game is Slated and scheduled to take place in 1 Eastern time today, so not too long from now, about an hour and change or so, depending on where you're at in the world, um, okay, um, Buffalo has a 12-3 in three record, um, so obviously they clinched the AFC East, um, And had circumstances played out different, maybe they would be the number one seed. And I hate to say that, but that's the truth. Um, But in reality, Kansas City, who I'll get to in a little bit, um, clinched the number one seed in the AFC. So the road through the AFC playoffs will have to go, for the most part, through Kansas City. At least until the AFC Championship game. And we will know more information at that point. Let's move on. Okay. Speaking of Buffalo. um, Surprisingly they have not locked up. The number two seed. In the conference. The AFC that is. But. With a loss from the Cincinnati Bengals. Where I would hate. And oh, no, I very much hate to say it, with a win against my New England Patriots, unfortunately for me, if they win, they would do just that. Hopefully that is not the case, but in any case, let's move on, because I don't want to talk about the Bills, and this is my podcast, so of course we will move on. (laughs) See how it works? There you go. Let's talk about Josh Allen. Before I get to the next topic, though, just when I thought I could move forward from this particular topic, something else came up. Um, Josh Allen has, um, statistically speaking, that is, 15 touchdowns to his credit and no interceptions um, in five consecutive contests. Dating back, including the playoffs, versus my New England Patriots. So, Josh Allen has very much had our number um, for quite some time. I think the last win we got against the Buffalo Bills would have had to have been last season at Buffalo where we absolutely torched the Buffalo Bills defense with the run game. We absolutely diced the, the excuse me, we actually we a, sorry. We absolutely diced their defense with the run game. We ran the ball down their throat. Um we just ran all over them um during that game. And the defense were down for Buffalo And so we got a decisive win against a hated division rival. Um, So that was quite the sight to see. Um, And I don't know if there's ever been a game quite like that in many years. So eventually I'll look at the tape and, uh, you know, learn a couple of things here and there from that performance, which was Spectacular by Mac Jones and Company. But right now, let's, you know, get back to the news. Let's stay on topic here. Sorry if I got sidetracked, and hopefully I didn't, but things happen um, when you're live trying to do an episode of your own podcast. Trust me, I would know. (laughs) But anyway, um, my New England uh, Patriots do clinch a playoff berth with a win today, and hopefully that takes place. But in any case, let's move on. I would love to talk about my New England Patriots more. But unfortunately, airspace, airtime, and time just in general. um, It's just, there's a time and place for everything when it comes to that kind of thing. Now is just not the time. Um, Let's stay on topic here. My New England Patriots defense has, you know, they put up at least one defensive score, um, in four consecutive contests, um, the last four consecutive contests, that is, and so, that's a very good sign, what is not a good sign, is that Buffalo is projected according well let me just let me just say it. I don't want to, but it's the news, so it is what it is. Buffalo has a 81% chance to win this contest according to Football Power Index. And I don't believe this to be true, but in any case, please let us finally move on. And that's what I intend to do. Ravens versus the Bengals, two AFC North rivals, will square off at one Eastern Time today. Baltimore is at ten and six. Cincinnati is at eleven and four. Cincinnati does, uh, excuse me, clinch the number two overall seed uh, with the win today. Um, and um, yes. Cincinnati does take the second overall seed in the AFC Conference with a win um, and also um, a loss by the Buffalo Bills. Let me make sure I'm reading that right. Let me go back to the original uh, headline. Yes, Ravens-Bengals will take place at one Eastern Time today. Baltimore is at ten and six. Cincinnati's at eleven and four. Um, Cincinnati does take the number two overall seed in the AFC with a win today and a loss by Buffalo. Cincinnati has won seven. Uh, excuse me. Cincinnati has won seven consecutive games in a row. And not only that, but um, they're one shy of, you know, matching the record overall for a franchise. Um, Baltimore has scored only 17 points or less in their last five consecutive contests. Um, So make of that what you will, um, but let's keep it rolling. Cincinnati has a 75% chance to win according to FBI. So there you go. An AFC West division rivalry, the Chargers and Broncos will take place at 425 Eastern Time today. Um, The Chargers have won four consecutive contests and 5 of 6 as of late. The Chargers have a 76% chance to win according to Football Power Index. Let's move on. The Jets, a team I despise. A Dolphins, another team that I hate. Will take place at 1 Eastern time today. Miami's at 8-8. The Jets are at 7-9. Miami can somehow clinch a playoff spot. You no. Know, postseason berth with a win today um, which I would hate to see happen but that's what could happen Um, but that can only happen with a victory today and a loss by my New England Patriots which I don't believe is going to happen but crazier things have happened so we'll see the dolphins speaking thereof have lost five consecutive contests after starting you know strong with an 8 and 3 record earlier in the season. Let me repeat that. The Miami Dolphins at poor excuse for marine life in South Beach have lost five consecutive contests after a very strong eight and three record earlier in the season so that's very telling to say the very least the bad news browns take on the pittsburgh convicts pittsburgh jailbirds pittsburgh you know felons as i like to call them the Steelers. but in any event They're called the Pittsburgh Steelers. I hate them with passion and despise them with every fiber of my being. And yes, this may be the Patriots fan in me talking because rivals. But in any case, I digress. (laughs) Um, But I got to use my impartial objective and unbiased opinion on this. And that's what I'm going to do. Okay, so with that being said. Let's stay on topic here. Um, (laughs) So, um, yes, um, the Browns and the Steelers will take place today at 1 Eastern time. Yes, I said it. There, I said it. Yes, I said it correctly. The Browns will travel to Heinz Field. Well, they're already at Heinz Field. Um, What I meant to say was they will take on the Steelers at Heinz Field, which is a hostile environment to say the very least, a tough place to play. Anytime you play that team in that stadium, the stakes are always high. Um, It's a hostile, volatile fan base, rabid crowd, passionate fans. Um, so this should be a good game to watch if you're an AFC North football um NFL fan. So the Cleveland Browns are essentially eliminated from the postseason with a seven and nine record. The Pittsburgh Steelers can somehow get into the postseason, but here what excuse me, here's what would have to happen for that to happen. Okay, so According to one source, Pittsburgh can um, advance to the postseason with a victory today, but they would also need help. Um, More specifically, they would need a loss for that poor excuse for marine life in South Beach, the Miami Dolphins, and my New England Patriots, so... One of two things will happen here. More than likely, my New England Patriots will win. Um, Sorry if I went against my word, trying to be objective, impartial, and biased, but sometimes the fan in me does come out every now and again. That's just natural. That's just the way it is. Um, New England should win this game versus Buffalo. I cannot say the same for the Miami Dolphins. And this has nothing to do with favoritism, you know, or anything like that. Um, This is just the way I see things go. Going, I should say. Um, So if Pittsburgh does win, and I would expect them to do so in this game, they're at Heinz Field in their home stadium in front of their home fans. That should not be an issue. But, um... This is a must-win for my New England Patriots. Of course, it's a must-win for them. That goes without saying, but my New England Patriots must win this game to remain relevant in the NFL. See, there's a difference um, between, you know, um, a must-win in terms of getting into the postseason, and a must win in terms of staying relevant in your own professional sport. There's a difference here. One team needs it more than the other. We need it more than them. If they don't get to the playoffs, that's only Mike Tomlin's second losing season since uh, his tenure with the Steelers. If we don't get in, Then we look like a shell of our former selves, so we need this more than them. Um, But both teams need to win, and so I think both teams will win. As much as I hate to say anything positive about the Steelers, I have to give them the edge in this one. Because they're at Heinz Field, because they're at home, because they're playing in front of their home fans, I've got to give the edge to the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I also have to give the edge to my New England Patriots because of our championship DNA, our championship pedigree, and our Patriot way. That's just how I see things playing out. Now, Miami, on the other hand, they have the Jets, so they should win because it's the Jets. It's the whistleblowers of all teams, but again, crazier things have happened. But in any case, let's move on. Um, Pittsburgh, believe this, um, because it's true, or not, but it's the truth nevertheless. The Pittsburgh Steelers have won 18 consecutive games against their AFC North division rival to the West. In the Cleveland Browns. So that means they won 18 consecutive contests. Versus a division rival at home. So uh, that's not good news if you're a Cleveland Browns fan. And I don't see that changing in this game today. Um, but crazy things have happened. So we will see what happens. Let's move on. Oh, here's a good one. Speaking of rivalries, an NFC North, uh, excuse me, an NFC East. Wow, I got that really mixed up. Classic NFC East showdown between the Giants and the Eagles will take place today. Now keep in mind, there's no love loss. excuse me, there's no love lost between these two teams. Um, these two teams don't, invite each other over for holiday parties and such and such, right? That just doesn't happen. And that would actually be an understatement at this point in time. Um, These two teams don't like each other. These cities don't like each other. These fans don't like each other. Um, And it just so happens that both teams, for the longest amount of time, have a winning record. In their own division. Um, One team. Has. A better record. And another team. Is trying to. Get somewhat. Of a. You know. Late season advantage. If you will. With a win. Over. You know. Of course. Division foe. So. So. But anyway, the Giants versus the Eagles will take place at 425 Eastern Time today. Giants are at 9-6. Phillies at 13-3. So, according to one source, and these are, of course, their words, not mine. So, take this at face value. Take it for what you will. But Philadelphia will clinch the NFC East. Um, or, let me put this in more, you know, plain English for you. The Philadelphia Eagles will clinch, uh, excuse me, the Philadelphia Eagles will clinch the division um, with a win today. That is in the NFC East, that is. But not just that. They will also be the projected One over, excuse me, they will also be the projected top overall seed in the NFC, excuse me, in the NFC with a victory today. So, if the Eagles win just this game, not only are they the NFC East division champions, they are also the top overall seed and the NFC with a victory today. So let me let me repeat that for those who might have missed that. The Eagles won't only take home the NFC East title with a win today. They'll also be the number one overall seed in the NFC with the win today. Let me say that one more time. If the Eagles win today, not only will they take home the NFC East title, but they will also take home the top overall seed in the NFC in the playoffs with a win today. This is a must win if you're an Eagles fan. If you're a Giants fan, you really have nothing to lose because you're already in the playoffs. So, we'll see what happens. Philadelphia, on the other hand, is seeking, you know, uh, win number 14 on the year, which would be a franchise... Uh, record, basically. So, there you go. And get this, it gets even better. (laughs) Just when you thought the stakes couldn't be any higher in this game, it just did. Jalen Hurts is projected to be the starter at quarterback, although he is dealing with a shoulder ailment, according to None other than ESPN's Adam Schefter. Okay. So, let's move on. If it will allow me to do so, and no it won't. (laughs) Of course not. The New York Giants is seeking their second um, 10 consecutive, well not 10 consecutive, but 10-victory year, dating back to 2016. So, we'll see how this all plays out. There's a lot riding on this game. Rather, the Giants want to admit that or not. But let's move on. Philadelphia has a 93% chance to win this game, according to FBI. Let's move on. Cardinals vs. 49ers will also take place at 425 Eastern Time. Arizona's at 4 and 12, um, but to the contrary, conversely, San Francisco is at, and ironically at that, you have Arizona at 4 and 12, but again, to the contrary, conversely, um, ironically, let me repeat this one more time for those of you who haven't been paying attention, which hopefully you will, but now I'm about to wake you up in case you haven't been. Arizona, who is at 4-12, and 12, will take on, to the contrary, conversely and ironically, the San Francisco 49ers, who are at 12-4. This game will take place at 4:25 Eastern Time today. And not just that, San Francisco 49ers of all teams can take home the top overall seed in the NFC with a win um, and, of course, a loss by the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's move on. Okay. With that being said, San Francisco has been on a tear as of late, too, with a nine consecutive game, uh, victory, um, you know, streak, let me repeat that. The San Francisco 49ers have won nine consecutive games, um, which would be, um, the most dating back to, you know, winning one more than that, um, in 1997, so there you go, so in order for you to track to see when they've done anything close to this, um, you would have to date it back to the late 90s when they had an 11 consecutive game, um, win total, so there you go. Um, so here's some notable superstar players who will be ruled out for this contest. The following players um, will be addressed. DeAndre Hopkins will be ruled out with a knee ailment. The same can also be said for James Conner who is also ruled out with knee and, uh, shin, uh, ailments slash injuries, so, you know, just pay attention to that, um, is there anything I've missed thus far? Yes, there is, (laughs) um, San Francisco has a 91% chance to win according to FBI, let's move on, Vikings versus the Bears will take place at 1 Eastern time today, um, And, keep in mind, the Bears have been long eliminated from the postseason. Um, the Vikings, however, are at 12-4, and I would expect them to win this game today, but, let me make sure I'm reading the numbers correctly here. The Vikings, skull, as some would say. That is, if you're a Vikings fan. I'm not, but I digress. Um, the Vikings can take the second overall seed in the NFC with the victory today and a loss by the San Francisco 49ers. Let's move on. Um, Is there anything else that I might have missed? Yes, there is. Minnesota. Get this. Has won 11 consecutive games in one score games. They are 1 in 4. Um, when the game is decided by, say, Uh, 9 plus points or more. Um, so there you go. Let's move on. All righty then, Buccaneers versus Falcons will take place at one Eastern time today. I guess you could call this an NFC North, uh, excuse me, an NFC South rivalry. Um, but I just call it just a game. The Cowboys versus Commanders—that is a rivalry. That is an NFC East showdown that will take place at four twenty-five Eastern time today. Now, keep in mind, Dallas has um. A fairly typical record at this point of the season by their standards, 12-4. and 4. Washington is at 7-8, and 8. so they're effectively eliminated from the postseason at this time. Well, just in general in this season, at this season at this point. Um, speaking of Dallas, though, Dallas can take home the NFC East crown with a victory today. But also a loss to their arch-nemesis, their arch-rival, their hated division foe, the Philadelphia Eagles. So if the Eagles lose, the Cowboys get the NFC East crown. If the Eagles win, then not only do they get the NFC East crown, but they get the top overall seed in the NFC with a win today. It's a lot riding on these games. Postseason seeding um, isn't necessarily over at a time when normally it would have been wrapped up by now. So this has got very interesting. Oh, and it gets even better. Hang on just a moment. Um. So I cannot believe that there's this much riding on this particular game especially this late in the season, but it's the truth. Okay, so let me make sure I'm reading this correctly, and it appears to be the case. Um, Let me uh, just do my due diligence here and um, make sure I'm on the up and up with my factual information and so far so good yes Dallas is at 12 and 4 Washington is at 7 8 and 1 again Cowboys clinch the NFC's crown with the win and with an Eagles loss but vice versa um if the Eagles win they automatically win um and with probably a Cowboys loss too but you get the point um well, I think if Philly win, you know, if Philly wins regardless, they're probably going to get it, but you get the point at this point. Um and that probably comes regardless if the Cowboys win this game or not. As long as the Eagles win, they're probably taking up the whole thing in the NFC. So, there you go. But there's a lot riding on this game and that's very unusual. For a game of this caliber, usually this particular game doesn't have a whole lot of meaning to it. It's just another division rivalry game that takes place annually every season. And there you go. Um, But here's my point in all this, and I'll just cut to the chase here. So, all right, here we go. Um, so get this, Dallas clinches the number one seed in the NFC with a win today, but here's what they would need to happen for that to happen as well. They would also need some help. They would need Philadelphia to lose today, an arch rival, and another arch nemesis, the San Francisco 49ers, to lose as well. So... Dallas would need to win and have some help, but they can somehow clinch the number one seed in the NFC if everything goes their way. Ezekiel Elliott, Ohio State Buckeye alum, and of course you know how much I love the Ohio State Buckeyes because I'm an, excuse me, because I'm an, I'm an Ohio State Buckeye fan, big time at that. Um, but in any case, I digress. He has a, you know, rushing um, offensive score in nine consecutive contests. So, that should tell you quite a bit right there. Um, One of the Washington players ruled out will be Robinson Jr. He will be ruled out with a knee ailment. Um... At least that's what I've been reading, seeing, and hearing. Let me make sure I read that correctly. Yes, Robinson Jr. has been ruled out with a knee ailment, so don't expect him to be out there on the field. Anything I might have missed? Um, so the Cowboys have an 89% chance to win according to Football Power Index. So there you go. Lions versus Packers will be the main event game, the uh, headliner, the Sunday Night football game on Sunday Night Football. That'll be 8:20 Eastern time. Detroit can somehow squeeze their way into the excuse me. they can somehow squeeze sorry they can somehow weasel their way in to the postseason if they get a victory today. Um, But they would also have to have the Seattle Seahawks lose in the process. Um, Okuda has been listed as, well, let's say questionable with an elbow ailment. So we will see what happens with that. Um, So there you go. Um, but the Packers can clinch a playoff berth with a win regardless. So, um, there you go. Um, and keep in mind, Green Bay has, um, kept opponents in check. And kept them to 20 points or less in four consecutive contests. So... That should tell you quite a bit right there. Speaking of Green Bay, they have a 67% chance to win according to Football Power Index. Rams versus the Seahawks will also take place today, but that will be at 425 Eastern Time. The Seattle Seahawks are at 8-8, Rams are at 5-11, so the reigning champs are officially now dethroned. Aaron Donald has been ruled out with an ankle injury. The Seattle Seahawks can clinch um, a playoff spot and a postseason berth with a victory today. But, however, they would need to be victorious, the Seahawks, that is, but they would also need Green Bay to lose in the process. Um, Geno Smith, by the way, has over 150 passing yards to his credit, um, which for Seattle is a, you know, one year, you know, it's a, a statistic, put it this way, it's a statistical year record. Um, only rush excuse me, only Russell Wilson, um, you know, was in this sort of rarefied air, you know, this sort of elite company, um, this sort of, you know, um, special, um, you know, designation, if you will. Um, Russell Wilson had 4,000 Put it this way: just under 4,220 passing yards to his credit when he is with Seattle, and so Geno Smith is right near that territory. Tyler Lockett is set to be available, per source, um, with a lower leg-related ailment, so you can definitely. Almost be reassured that he will be out there in some capacity, but in any case, let's move on. All right, Seattle is being given a 66% chance to win, according to FBI, and this game will be at 4:25 Eastern Time. The Texans versus the Colts—that will be an AFC South showdown, an AFC South rivalry, an AFC South clash. That will be at 1 Eastern Time. Houston has a 74% chance to win. Um, What these two teams have in common, um, but the similarities in there would be that they both have losing records. The Colts who are hosting the Texans are at 4-11-1. The Houston Texans are at 2-13-1. So, one team's worse than the other, but both teams will make the playoffs. I hate the Colts, because I'm a Pats fan. We don't have healthy history together. So, Tech with the Colts. I don't like the Texans either, but I hate the Colts. So, there you go. Panthers versus Saints will take place at 1 Eastern time. Um, The Saints are at 7-9. The Panthers... Um... To the contrary, um, conversely, and again, ironically, are at 6-10. That game will be a 1 Eastern time game, so not too long from now will that take place. New Orleans is being given a 61% chance to win according to FBI. Let's move on. Okay, so Damar Hamlin is on the mend according to medical professional uh, excuse me medical professionals at the university of cincinnati hospital aka medical facility or medical center this was all a statement made by either demar hamlin himself or the medical professionals um, so that's good news for him um although all the while, however, and you know, nevertheless, he still is in critical condition. Um, so nothing set in stone quite yet, but he is showing signs of life, and that's a positive thing, and he's also showing signs of progression, so that's also a positive thing. Um So there you go. All right. So there's that. Is there anything I'm leaving out? As far as I know, that is not the case. So I will continue to move on. Now, again, he is breathing on his own power. His neurological senses are standard, to say the very least. Notice I'm paraphrasing, not plagiarizing. You always want to stay in safe territory when it comes to these kind of things, so there you go. In the same breath, again, all the while, however, um, you know, nevertheless, he is in critical condition, uh, excuse me, critical condition Um, Hamlin has been thankful to those in support of him in you know um, via the internet and so his words not mine quote when you put real love into the world it comes back three times as much now let that be a lesson to you ladies and gentlemen I believe in karma, and if you have good karma, good karma will come back to you, and so I try my very best, but it's one thing to try, it's another thing to do, and so you can talk till the cows come home, it's another thing if you actually do it, so I'm not just someone who tries to practice what he preaches, but preaches what he practices, so there you go let's move on as i am approaching the final five minutes of this podcast so i'm just going to do excuse me before i do though um and i was gonna say i was gonna freestyle on this podcast with five minutes left to go but before i do that let me end this on a strong positive optimistic and good note um Damar Hamlin also said, again, these are his words, not mine. um, I'm very thankful for every person that prayed for me and reached out. So that is a very heartfelt message. And I'm very happy to know that he's okay. To know that he is living, breathing on the mend and healing. Um, Even me as a Patriots fan has to look past this kind of um you know hatred for the bills and really put the human side of me on display here you know sometimes discretion is the better part of valor and that would be the same case here okay so there's that he said if you know me you know this is only going to make me stronger So these are all very positive words, all very positive messages. He also said, on a long road, keep praying for me. Number three strong. That's very good news to hear. Um, But I got to keep it moving. Uh, Chiefs versus Raiders will take, excuse me, the Chiefs beat the Raiders 31 to 13. Kansas City is officially... The top overall seed in the AFC so the road to the playoffs regardless has to go through Kansas City at least until the AFC championship game as I probably mentioned previously or prior or earlier on um, okay so there's that um, here's some news For any of you Eagles fans, you might want to take note of this. Um, let's see. Lane Johnson is hoping to come back for the playoffs, although he is ruled out for today due to a groin-related injury. Um... So he will be ruled out today versus the Giants. So, in case you, were, in case any of you Eagles fans wanted to know, thought I'd bring that up to you now. Um, and as this episode slash uh, excuse me, um, knowing that this latest, put it this way, knowing that. This latest edition, newest installment, and most updated episode is about to come to a close. Um, well, and before I give my final statements on this episode, um, Jaguars beat the Titans 20-16 to in a very low-scoring affair, um, very low-scoring contest, very low-scoring game, um, but it was a very exciting game for me to watch. Okay, um... That's about all I have for right now. Um, Okay, so... Here's the last little bit before I do have any time at all, if I can, freestyle on this podcast. This episode, that is. Davis Webb will start. Nathan Peterman will be available. Sam Howell will be projected the starter for Washington... Jalen Hurts will be active. Anthony Brown will be active also. Tyler Hunt. Huntley has been ruled out. J.K. Domins has also been ruled out. Let's move on. Um, is there anything else that I've missed thus far? So far, that is not the case. Oh, yeah. Sean McVeigh, His future with the Los Angeles Rams you can only imagine, is up in the air, to say the very least. He is hypothetically on the hot seat, and I would expect that to linger into the off-season, which for him is basically right now. Um, And that's about all the time I have for today. Thank you all for listening. My 100th episode will be um, determined